Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? In this video, I'm joined by Bill Jakeway, who's going to share how he made over $16,000 in a single month from narrating books. Yes, he collects royalties from narrating books through Audible and Amazon ACX. It's a very interesting story. It's a little bit outside what we normally talk about on this channel, but I hope you find it as interesting as I did. Let's get into it. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. I'm here with Bill Jakeway. He's an entrepreneur with multiple streams of income. I actually crossed paths with you talking about uh, selling books on Amazon. I do appreciate the tutorial you did for me. (laughs) Uh, that day, that was great. And I, what I'm really interested in, well, actually, hey, thanks for being here, Bill. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Thanks Dude, for I, uh, rem- thanks for remembering our initial contact. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been looking forward to finally getting like to sit down with you and talk about, um, you know, the multiple ways you make money, but specifically one really piqued my interest. And that was when you mentioned uh, Amazon ACX. So I'm hoping to learn uh, a ton from you today about what it is, like how it works, um, if you can, like, you know, projections of how much money we can make with it, if it's something that we end up, you know, trying to do. So um, what what is ACX? ACX is basically the clearinghouse for uh, Audible books. Uh, you know, basically they, uh, you know, authors will come in, they've written a book, they're looking for a narrator to narrate it, uh, to make it an Audible book. They'll post their uh, their book online uh, with a you know request for auditions. Uh, you'll jump in, you'll download their little uh, script that they want you to read. Everybody reads the same script pretty much. Uh, and then they they just pick you in comparison to the other narrators as to whether you know you're the the voice that they're looking for. Uh, it can be all all genres. Uh, I do mostly um, nonfiction, like uh, how to invest in the stock market. The, those type things, how to how to lose weight uh, without losing weight, you know, the, you know any, anything that comes up. Uh, I even my very first book was a cookbook. I'll never do another cookbook, uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, it it allowed me to break in. Uh, let me tell you a little bit of how I got into Audible, uh, just because uh, it's an interesting story. It I was uh, working with GoDaddy, uh, you know, the international tech company. Uh, driving a hundred mile round trip every day uh, to work across town. And there came a time when my, my time was, um, you know, I, I would start at four o'clock in the morning. I'd leave the house at three. And, you know, if you've ever driven an early, uh, early commute, it is like very boring because there's nobody else in the car with you. And, and there's really nothing on talk radio. Uh, so I would, uh, put on an audible book and start listening. And, uh, you know, I just thought, okay, this is an easy way to listen to books, you know, get, get some of my reading done lot, listen to a lot of them. And I came across one, um, you know, I've worked with kids over the years, uh, you know, in, in my church, you know, and was a kid's pastor. So we've done a lot of parenting conferences, you know, where people have asked us to teach on how to parent. And I was listening to a parenting book. And the the book was amazing. It absolutely was just like, I thought this is great information, but the narrator was the worst narrator I've ever heard. You know, I'm like, I told my wife, I said, Hey, this, this book would be a great one to read, but don't listen to the audible because the guy's terrible. And she jokingly said, that's how I feel about game of Thrones, man. Not not to cut you off, but I was going to say, whenever I try to listen to game of Thrones audible, I'm like, 
this guy is killing me. <laughs> yeah. And big time authors and publishers will choose, you know, sometimes a random auth, uh, narrator, you know, and they don't even pay attention to how it how it's done. So I'm listening to this and I'm and she just jokingly says, well, maybe you should be an, uh, a narrator. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, we all laughed about it. And the more we thought about it, we, we're like, well, maybe I should look into that, you know, and see what, what it's like. And it's the simplest process of, you know, you, you have to have a studio of some sort, you know, and, but I, you know, a lot of new narrators set up in their closet. I happen to build my own booth out of, uh, moving blankets, uh, in a, in a hot garage, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there sweating in the garage report, uh, recording a cookbook, you know, my first, uh, narrator, uh, you know, job, you know, I, I got this gig for recording a cookbook and, it's like, I'll never do this again. But the guy paid me like 300 bucks to do like an hour book. And I'm like, hey, this isn't so bad. So the more I did it, you know, uh, you know, the money that came in, I was still working full time, still commuting and coming home and narrating, you know, uh, in the hot garage. And um, all of a sudden it kind of took off. I'd get, you know, I did like 50 books uh, in the first couple of months. They were just short books, but uh they started making me more money than what I was making at GoDaddy. And I'm like, Hey, you know, and I, I invested in better equipment, you know, and better, uh, uh, recording, you know, and there's a lot to it. It's not an easy job. I won't, I won't sit there and say, Oh, well, anybody can do this. Cause not everybody can read. If you're, if you, uh, are a reader and you, you feel like you have a decent voice, you don't have to have a perfect voice. You know, like I don't have like this, uh, you know, professional actor you know low bass voice that you know like grabs you but you know when you're re you know recording with how to invest in the stock market you know they don't necessarily have to be you know all these characters i have friends that do uh, you know some of the fiction sci-fi fiction books and you know they you know one minute they're doing a, a demon voice and the next one they're doing a, a female voice the next one they're doing a you know a, a guy voice so you know it's just a matter of what you really enjoy and uh, what you can get, you know, get done with. So it, it works. That's know. interesting. So fiction, they actually, cause I don't, I guess I, when I think about my life, it's not something I really think about, but I guess I don't follow that much fiction. I'm kind of like you doing a lot of nonfiction, although I don't read right. books um, or, you know, I'm not on ACX, but you know, I guess I'm like very nonfiction-y. So if you get into fiction, some people choose to read in like kind of character voices. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, fiction books, uh, let's say, you know, The Hobbit, you know, you know, you have 50 characters in that book, you know, and you've got to come up with a unique voice for each one of them. And there's a there's an entire process, you know, and there's, you know, uh, people that will train you how to how to make all kinds of different voices. You know, I just haven't taken that jump yet mainly because uh, fiction is not something I do a lot of, you know, you know, when I was a kid, I, I read a lot of sci-fi, but I don't read sci-fi anymore. I don't read uh, novels. I, you know, it's mostly you know, inspirational books or mostly uh, something that's going to improve my life, you know? And so yeah. just at my age, I just don't do a lot of fiction, but there are a lot of good authors that have the ability to make, you know, 45, 50 voices. And there's a process that they go through to, you know, the first time they come across a, a character, they'll, they'll record a sample of that voice. And then when he comes up in the, uh, the book again, they'll go back and listen to that sample. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so they can match the voice, you know, uh, it's very intricate and, 
there's entire fields of um, people that are just the coaches, you know, all they do is coach narrators. And if you think about it, you know, coach, I mean, being a narrator is an acting job. So even with how to invest in the stock market, you got to know how to read it properly. If you just, you know, that's what turned me on to ACX was because the narrator was horrible. It was a nonfiction, right? Right. How to parent, but he was monotone. He, you know, took pauses at the wrong time. And I'm thinking, ah, I can't listen to this anymore. You know, and that's really what got me started. If you know how to read and you know how to, you know, put emphasis on the right words and, and put emphasis on, you know, intonation is real key and having a good coach that tells you, here's what would really improve your narration skills, you know, and if you're willing to pay the price to go through those, you know, courses on how to be a better narrator, then you can make money. Uh, there's people that make six figures doing nothing but narrating. Yeah, I was going to ask because we love making money on this channel. And uh, I definitely I had two questions for you. The first was, like, are you kind of selective with which projects you take on? Do you take on projects that are like going to interest you, you know, because you're actually reading as you narrate? And then the second was, what, like, how are you paid, I guess? Is it kind of like he says, I want you and then you negotiate or is it per page or how long it takes? Uh, it's um. Okay, so yes, I do take on, I mean, I audition for books uh, in a wide range of nonfiction. So I, you know, but I stay away from subjects that don't interest me at all because I can't read it with passion. You know, so uh, how to how to create curses on your enemies, you know, that's nothing that interests me. So, you know, I'm not going to be or able to- Or two teaspoons salt mixed in <laughs> boiling water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's exactly why I won't do a cookbook anymore. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I stick to uh, mostly nonfiction. Um, but, you know, if, if I came across a, uh, a good fiction book that was inspirational, you know, like with a kicker at the end that is going to like change your life, then I might, I might look into that. But for the most part, you know, it's things that I'm interested in. They, you know, I don't do erotica. I don't do, <laughs> uh, you know, but there's narrators that make big money on doing those kind of books. You know, if you, if you enjoy a genre and there's books out there, you know, more power to you. And if you think you can read, read it with passion, you know, that's great. Uh, and that's really what is going to get you the jobs. As far as payment, there's two types of payments with the uh, narrators. There's a flat, rate like um you know a hundred dollars per hour uh but you have to understand that they go by in book in the book world they go by per finished hour so about ten thousand words is an hour so when they post the uh books they'll they'll tell you how many words are in the book you know if it's a sixty thousand word book you know okay that's going to run around six to seven hours and you get paid Per that finished hour. So if you, you know, if your rate is 125 an hour, you know, you just figured, okay, well, I'm going to make somewhere around, you know, 800 bucks for that book, then that's great. Um, you know, uh, authors are looking for the cheapest rate for the best voice. But, you know, if you've done it for a while, there's, you know, one finished hour when you, when you read a book, you know, you have to go back and reread, you have to uh, edit it, you have to edit the audio, that. you know, so it's one finished hour generally takes you like four hours uh, to, to get through it. Okay. Uh, 
you know, because you just can't sit down and cold read a book. You have to read the book and then, you know, on your own, just like sitting on your couch and then you go into the studio and then you read it out loud. Then um, somebody proofs it for you. You have to pay the proofer, you know, so, you know, $125 would be a minimum that I would work for. Uh, but, you know, I've worked for jobs that make me, you know, $250 uh, per hour because I, I'll pay somebody to edit my audio. I'll pay somebody to yeah. listen to it, make sure, you know, they'll have the script in front of them. They'll listen to me read it and they go, oh, okay, you missed this word, this word, this word, you know, and you have to go back and, and reread that paragraph or reread that sentence so the uh, audio editor can insert it into the right, right place. Um, yeah. The flat rate ones are the ones that, uh, you know, you know, you're going to get paid. You're not, you're not going to get through it and not get paid. And those are great. Uh, the vast majority of uh, books on ACX are what they call revenue sharing or royalty sharing. Mm. Uh, and what it is, is you're dependent upon the author to market their book, uh, go out there, you know, and so you have to do research on the author to find out if he's ever written a book whether it's a bestseller, you know, if, uh, if Stephen King reached out to me and said, Hey, I, I really like your voice. Uh, I'm going to jump on that one because I'm yeah. going <laughs> to you know, make a lot of money. Uh, you know, but if it's some, you know, if it's, um, you know, some, some guy that has never written a book and he's just like, you know, I, I wrote this memoir of my life and it's the most boring story. Nobody's going to buy it, you know, and like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take that. Um, can, can I ask, like, is it yeah. kind of like uh, going to author central, like the author central page on Amazon and just looking at bestseller ranks or uh, yeah, more uh, that? that's part of it. You, you want to look at, uh, you know, like if the author, uh, number one, if, you know, who's the publisher, if he sells mm. self publishes, it's probably not going to be that great of a, uh, a, you. a gig. Uh, you know, if, if you go to, you know, I, you know, somebody like, uh, Harper, you know, you know, like, okay, well, they're a reputable publisher. They're going to do a lot of marketing on a book, you know, and you're, you're going to get some good sales. Uh, and when that comes down to royalty sharing, you, you know, when they publish the book, you get the royalties for seven years. Uh, and uh, the royalties for seven years worth of sales can be, uh, pretty big you usually like let's say a, a five hour book you're gonna make uh two to three dollars per book sold you know and yeah. if they sell you know yeah. forty thousand books over that seven years and that's where the true passive income comes in because you record it once and you get uh royalty checks for seven years uh you know every month a acx or audible will uh, send you a, a report saying, hey, this particular book sold 84 copies this last month. Uh, they had two returns. So we're paying you out on 82 copies, you know, at $2 a book, you know, that's $160. And, you know, the next month they may sell 700 books because they marketed it, you know, and then you're getting a check for $1,400. Uh, and that's per book, you know, so if you have uh, 10 royalty books out there, uh, selling, you know, a hundred or 200 copies a month. Uh, my largest month, and this was really, uh, you know, I wished I could do this every month. Um, uh, my largest royalty check for all the books that I sold for a given month was $16,322. Um, amazing, man. 
and that's that's true passive income. Thank you, you know, for the so. hook for this video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'll be in the title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How that's, one guy made sixteen thousand yeah. in one month. <laughs> no, but that's great, uh, man. And like, yeah. I love like I, I always think of it as like planting seeds. You know, like right. some will be a big miss, some will be a big hit. It'll all average out. Right. Um, and that's that's great. And I, that really makes me wonder, like, how or I guess does Audible um, have this built in to where like, you know, if I've sold the book through, I guess you would sell it through Audible, right? And they, they just built that in where it's like, I can publish my book and then take you on as the um, narrator and then have it automatically split the money that it brings in to you and to me. Right, exactly. And it's a 50-50 split on the royalty. So whatever royalty comes out of that. So a typical, I mean, you know, let's say a, I mean, I'm just saying a five hour book. That's a typical audible book that you might listen to is five hours. Uh, it's probably the paid out, uh, royalty is, uh, three to $6, uh, depending upon, you know, how long it really is. Uh, and you split that 50, 50 with the author. Um, you know, so you get half the royalty, he gets half the royalty and everybody, you know, so if he sells enough of the the books, then, um, you know, you're going to both make out, um, you know, and it, it's all dependent upon whether he markets it or not. You know, they, uh, mm. you know, as the narrator, it's really hard for me to market somebody else's book because uh, I, you know, I probably don't have the social uh, marketing that he would have available as an author, you know, if he's got a reputation and that's why it's really key to research an author before you accept a, you know, if he reaches out and says, Hey, I heard some of your samples on ACX. I I'd like to hire you as my author, you know, or narrator, I'm going to go research it. And like, okay, you've written seven books and they generally sell somewhere around, you know, 20 to 30,000 over a seven year period. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to grab that, you know, and take that gig. But if, if it's his first book, he's never, you know, doesn't have any track record and he's got, uh, you know, 125 people on his Facebook, you know, as followers, he's probably not going to, you know, sell anything. So I'm going to turn that one down. So. Got you. Okay. And I had two more questions popped into my mind. The first sure. one is I know I have an international audience on this channel and like, is there to your knowledge, like any demand for, other languages other besides English for it to be oh, like, narrated? Ab yeah, absolutely. Uh, so there's, uh, I did a, um, a Spanish book. I don't speak Spanish, but uh, what it was, was a Spanish instruction book, you know, where is like 25 lessons on how to, how to speak uh, uh, Spanish, you know, and I would read the English uh, portion the the other narrator would translate you know read the uh, spanish version you know like how do you say you know where is your bathroom you know and like donde esta su baño you know, you know that, that <laughs> thing. Uh, and that's why i don't do the spanish parts because i but you know but you know it's basically you know but they have spanish books i think they have french and german as the the three main languages uh and uh you know i don't think i i don't I, I screen out all anything except English. So I'm, but I think those are the four main languages that they have. So there's a lot of international narrators that will narrate. Um, and I've worked with a lot of uh, authors out of Italy. So, you know, a lot of Italian authors, uh, one thing about Italians, they love to make money, you know? And so uh, I've, I've had a really good experience working with uh, uh, those out of, uh, you know, in the Italian district, 
you know, I've never worked with anybody. Uh, I've worked with a few UK um, authors, but mostly it's uh, in, in America uh, for me. Uh, you know, they want an American accent, you know, because they've, they've, and, you know, every author is different. They, they all have different needs, you know. Um, and, you know, I hate to say it, but there are scams on ACX. So you have to be careful mm -hmm. about just selecting, uh, you know, any author. They, you know, I don't know how they do it. They do make money uh, scamming you. They get you to narrate their book and then they take it down and uh, they put it up somewhere else and they get the full royalty. So, you know, Oof. you have to you have to build a response. A relationship with the the publisher and with the author to make sure you know and, and do your due diligence and kind of a background making sure that they're they're reputable at what they do so got you and then all right thanks for sharing that too that's a great great warning it sucks that people are out there um like that um if if someone wants to get started right now like what do they do and also like is there an application process we do talk a lot about like certain Amazon programs on this channel where there is an application process sometimes, you know, and then other times like KDP, uh, I don't think there is right. Like KDP, right. you can just sign right. up. So, uh, there's no, uh, no process at all. Uh, no application. I mean, you fill in like a profile and you upload some samples of your voice, but the vast majority of it is you creating the narrator account, uh, usually on yeah, on ecx.com, you go in and you like uh, create the account and then uh, you go to the uh, the search, you know, where basically the clearing page has all of the different genres. You you know, you can bring it down. There's usually somewhere between uh, 12 to maybe 1800 books at any given time that they're looking for narrators. And then you just kind of go to the you know, like, OK, I don't want to do uh, erotica. I don't want to do teen novels i don't want to do this you know you just check the boxes as to which books you want to do and then uh you hit the search and it lists all the books that have authors looking for narrators you download the uh audition script you read it you and then you upload it back uh the the key is you know that that part is the easy part the hard part is creating some sort of studio where you're not going to get the landscapers uh, leaf blower right. in the background. That's what uh, was in the back but, of my mind too, right? Was, yeah. uh, I knew that was coming uh, and that's what's going to be the barrier of entry to most people yeah, watching for this. Probably. A lot of people. Uh, and really, uh, like I said, I started in my garage, you know, and when, you know, I, I, I lived near an air force base. So when the jets would fly over, I would like, okay, mm. I'm, I can't, I can't record, you know, they're just too loud. Or if, you know, if there's an ambulance going through the, the neighborhood, you know, you just can't read during those times. If there's a dog that's irritated by a neighbor, you know, that oh, is yeah. going to be barking, you know, there's times you just have to quit. And truthfully, a lot of narrators uh, will adjust their life and record, you know, late in the night, uh, early morning when yeah. there's less, you know, less interruptions and it's a lot quieter. Uh, but you know, even thunderstorms can interrupt that. So, uh, noises are real critical. You got to find the quietest place you can do it. Uh, your bedroom closet is a great place, uh, because all of the clothes hanging in your closet absorb sound. Um, I mentioned to you earlier that behind me, uh, it looks like I have this wall of bookshelves on my, uh, wall but it's really sound panels that absorb sound so i get a clean sound when i record uh and i've got them spread around the room i've got sound curtains on my my windows i've got you know uh, and 
usually uh, because air conditioners make a lot of noise. You know, when I'm recording a book, I have to turn the air conditioner off. Um, uh, a lot of narrators narrate in their booth naked because it is so dang hot because uh, they have to turn off any airflow. They have to turn off anything that is, is cooling. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, I, but yeah, I've, I've stripped down to you know, my skivvies and, and recorded books before because it's just so hot. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I have two fans know, on me right now, so I get it. Right. <laughs> and those <laughs> an fans extent. would be, you know, you, you know, when it comes to background noise, when you're recording a book, you have to have it as quiet as possible, you know, but there's there's easy ways to do that. There's cheap ways to do it. You know, you can buy a, your own recording booth for, you know, maybe uh, a grand if that's what you want, you know, you can start with a hundred dollar mic. The mic I have that I use right now, that is my favorite is a $300 mic. Uh, and they go into the thousands, you know, some of the, uh, big time narrators, they've spent, you know, a couple of grand yeah. on a, on a, on a good mic. So. Yeah. I was going to say, I have a, I published a page on my blog with my recording setup and I'll link to that in the description. Um, in case anybody wants to just check it out, what I use, I upgraded to like an electro voice microphone, um, in 2020. Right. And it's nice for me. Cause like, I don't, I had the pop filter. I didn't have a good place to put the pop filter and my P's were coming out so annoying right, for right, people. Right. So I, this one at least like adjusts automatically to filter that out. So it's working for me. Uh, the, the nice thing is the book community. They try to help each other. Uh, and there's a lot of coaches that will, you know, like will do a Zoom call with you uh, and tell you, you know, here's what I'm hearing. Here's what you need to do. Here's, you know, if you read this sentence a little bit different, you know, you can improve uh, your quality and you can send in like a uh, like a two minute sample of your room noise and they'll tell you, OK, you're getting a little bit of, you know, echo on this side you know, put up a piece of foam right here in your corner. They'll, they'll, they'll work with you to quiet it all down, you know, and usually, yeah. you know, they'll charge like 30 or $40 to evaluate your sound. Um, the coaches are a little bit more expensive, but they'll coaches love what they do. They like to coach people to become better narrators. You know? Yeah. That's great that that's out there. I guess just coaching for everything these days. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, that's, that was great. A uh, great like overview for ACX. Is there anything um, that you want to just mention about ACX before we kind of just pivot? And uh, I would love to, you know, for, for the topic of like the YouTube video, I think ACX was great. If you want to just kind of sprinkle on top, like a little bit more about your other passive income streams, because I love hearing people's stories of, um, or just income streams in general, like you want to yeah, talk about absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, you know, ACX, you know, like I said, you know, you just have to be careful. You have to, you know, and, you know, I, I'm sure you'll post my contact information. I'm yeah, willing the to answer any, anybody's uh, questions. Uh, I'll give them a rundown of what kind of equipment would be a good starter package and how to get started, even how to, you know, uh, go on ACX and fill out the form and create your profile and all that good stuff. So I've got a good little information packet that I can give them. Oh, nice. That I've kind of put together for myself just so I can go back and reference every once in a while. But other sources of income, obviously, uh, we met because I uh, do online arbitrage with books. Um, that's a good source of income, but it's a lot of work. Uh, it's uh, not passive income, uh, but it does, you know, does keep you busy, does keep you hopping. And if you love books, if you're a lover of books, uh, then you can certainly... Uh, make a decent income. There's a lot of uh, book uh, flippers that, you know, you're, you're basically buying 
buying books just like any other product. You're buying books at the lowest price, used books at the lowest price, reselling them at the higher price. And uh, just like we all know what FBA is, you know, people are, especially in America, are willing to pay more money for, uh, you know, an FBA product because they can get it in two days instead of two weeks. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I enjoy doing the books um, to the point where a company hired me to do coaching. Uh, and, um, they also, you know, hired me to manage their Facebook page, you know, some of the, so I have a, you know, a good stream of income working, uh, remotely with a company, you know, handling a lot of their tech work and, uh, you know, so I enjoy doing that as well. I enjoy, uh, coaching, uh, people when I can, uh, and then, you know, my other source of income, I do a lot of, because of my background in tech. Uh, you know, I have a profile up on Upwork, you know, and companies reach out to me when their website goes down or when they get infected with a virus and I'll go in and clean up their website or even build them a website if they really need one. Uh, and uh, uh, those are the kind of uh, incomes I do. You know, I do a lot of stuff. Anything that makes me money, I'm going to do it. I occasionally work for a, a private investigator doing background checks for him for insurance claims. Um, uh, I, I make, uh, promo videos for companies. Uh, I'm a video editor. Uh, you know, I'll do promos. Um, I'm in the middle of doing one for a funeral, you know, just like a, a memorial video, mm -hmm. you know, like a 10 minute memorial video of all of their, their pictures as they grew up and got married, had kids, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, and tying that all in, you know, so, uh, if you're, if anybody wants me to do a task, you know, I just like, okay, I'll figure out a price. You know, I don't really have any set prices for a lot of my stuff. Uh, you know, I, I just, I, I like, I like working online. I, it, it sure beats the rat race of a corporate world. So. Yeah. Especially with that commute you had. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> no, but man, that's like super inspiring. Like, especially like I can just imagine like now that I am kind of self-employed and I don't work a nine to five anymore. And, uh, but I used to work like two jobs, you know, and right, right. To, to me, like there's no better inspiration than working two jobs to like not want to work two jobs right than right doing it. exactly exactly um, but hearing like your stories all the ways you're making money and just kind of you're a man of many hats like that wears many hats man you're the type of person that like that me personally would be like if i'm stuck at an airport and i end up sitting next to you i'd be like oh crap we could just we could kick it and talk for hours about like yeah. funny ways to make money online you know that's the type right, of thing exactly. that interests me and i've been wanting to do uh my own work since i was you know seven or eight years old when I, I wanted to sell sea monkeys online, you know, uh, back in the day before the internet, there were uh, mail order companies, you know, and I wanted, I wanted to get involved in that. My mom wouldn't let me, but you know, you know, when you're eight years old, you, you have these big dreams of making big money, you know, selling sea monkeys or, you know, whatever magazines, a subscription. I've tried it all, you know, and you know, thing, things work, uh, for a while. And then you, you know, you have to adjust as, as, uh, Amazon changes the rules. You figure out a way to take their rules and make money with them. So I don't get upset. You just adjust. So yeah, that's a good way of putting it, honestly, too. Because I mean, I I I'm on Amazon, a couple different avenues of making money through Amazon, and that's definitely a uh, wise words that Amazon will force you to pivot at some time. You know, like absolutely, you can be mad, but like you know, you know it's coming, and uh, you just gotta you know pivot and do whatever they require you to do. Because we are kind of at their mercy, aren't we? <laughs> Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. cause you, you can't fight them, uh, and, and their customer service, uh, 
unfortunately sucks. So yeah, getting worse somehow <laughs> for the sellers. <laughs> they find a way. Um, they, Bill, man, thank you though for for being here for taking time out of your busy day to uh, enlighten us on ACX and beyond. Um, anything else you want to leave us with? Nope. If you need a narrator, reach out to me. Uh, I work cheap, you know. So <laughs> cool. Cheaper than. Bill's yeah, cheaper than some people, but yeah, put my info all on down. Uh, I don't even have a problem if you just want to chat. If somebody wants to chat with me and and pick my brain. Uh, I'm good for that as well. Cool. This has been extremely helpful. Thank you again, Bill. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm.